Chelsea fans, welcome back to another week of Chelsea Chat with me, Moose, and JB. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the bell notification, and comment below. We'd love to hear your thoughts around Chelsea and uh, and how we've got on over the last week. So, Jamie, um, we've got a fun-packed podcast for our fans today. Um, we're going to go review the Newcastle game, um, go through what was an impressive win for us again, another win on the route, took us to top spot yesterday. Um, not for long, but it's enough to savour where we are. Um, then looking forward towards uh, Ren, and then looking forward to the weekend, which is going to be an interesting game for Tottenham. Um, so let's kick off with the Newcastle game. Um, I mean, let's start off. Another great win. On the road, Newcastle typically is an, a game in which trips us up time and time again. It always takes me back to Papa Cisse um, scoring those two wonder goals against Czech and gives me nightmares. Um, but we did a job. Everyone played their part and, and we we got three points on the board. Um, what were your thoughts on the game? Yeah, I think, um, as you said, you know, job done. Um, I think, you know, in, in spells we played well. We created a lot of chances. Um Probably should have scored quite a few more. Uh, there was a lot of missed opportunities there, uh, especially Werner had a, quite a good few chances where he should have probably got himself a few goals and helped me out in fantasy football because he was my captain. So that was a bit annoying. Um, but I, th- I think, you know, Newcastle didn't exactly push us to perform better than we did. They didn't really come at us. They didn't really cause us any problems. And I mean, their game plan fell apart after 10 minutes when we got the first goal anyway. So um, that that just kind of interrupted everything that they were about on, on the day. So, um, yeah, good performance, good win. Um, not outstanding, but as you said, job done. And uh, very nice to get the three points considering how difficult we find it every time we go there. As you said, just a nightmare. Last season is the one really for me that brings back nightmares because we're all over the, the whole game, just couldn't break through. And then the last kick of the game, they went and got the winner. And it was just that that was exactly what, you know, that that's the kind of thing you're scared of happening every time. And I was thinking in this game, I, I said last week, you know, players like Ziyech are the ones that are going to be key for us to break through that, that uh, block. Um, luckily, we didn't need him to because we got an early goal um and it just killed off their game plan um but yeah no uh very happy with the three points took us top for a small period of time um but yeah as you said uh, i i relished that took a few screenshots sent it off to some friends of the opposition um just gloat for the time we can we don't know if we're going to be there again so it, it was nice uh, to be honest where we are at the moment um I think sort of, sort of, as you say, we didn't play amazingly well. Uh, like, and I think sort of credit where credit's due. We we got the we got three points on the board, dominated possession. I think it was seventy one percent possession from us. So literally dominated that. Um, I'm looking at the stats now. Fourteen shots, um, three on target. So they should have been better. But we we always looked threatening, and I think sort of that's the big piece for us is. Um, we had a new dynamic, and we were talking around this just before we came on the podcast. Um, the lineup yesterday was quite interesting, and we'll talk around it from both attacking and defensively. That dynamic change was quite interesting for us because I think sort of it gives Lampard such a great headache to have. 
and the fact that he's got players who are now hungry to go and play um, and potentially giving us different ways in which we can go and play and form up against opposition. So if we start with defensive, um, Thiago Silva not in the squad, um, I believe slight injury, um, and bear in mind, 36-year-old, 37-year-old player, um, he's not going to play every game. Um, yeah, I think, I think with him, uh, sorry, I think with him, it's it's a case of the travel that they have to to do. Um, obviously, with with COVID, the, the games for South American teams are not being taken place in Europe, which they used to. Um, so the players in South America, they have to travel there and back. And I mean, considering we were playing early kickoff on a Saturday and Thiago Silva got back to the UK uh, on Friday morning, uh, it definitely wasn't ideal for him to play. Uh, but I, I, th- I honestly think um, after every international break, you might see him definitely be rested a little bit. Um, I, I can't imagine he'll be playing too much after those internationals. And it's interesting. So um, we saw Rudiger deputise um, for him. Um, so I think Rudiger's gaining a bit more faith back from Lamps after last mm. season. Um, but I think the main man there is Kurt Zuma. Um, in the middle of the park, has absolutely stepped up his game. Um, I think sort of for a player to go up against someone like Andy Carroll and win pretty much 90% of every header that comes into the, that just seems to sort of command, which he wasn't doing this season, or this time last season, sorry. And I think a great point you made was sort of, if you look at our defence uh, in the middle of the park, especially Kurt Zuma and Rudiger, nothing's changed since last season. But one massive difference is the fact you've got Edouard Mendy um, in the sticks behind him. And I think that's also another element that can't be underrated in that space. He dominated. Every ball came in through, collected it. Absolutely sort of, you knew he had his back. And I think that's given Zuma a, a massive confidence boost. Rudiger's still a little bit shaky. First game back in. Um, not amazing, but wasn't tested either. Um, but I think it's going to be interesting um, how that dynamic changes because you've seen Zuma now sort of walking into sort of probably one of the best defenders at the moment in the Premier League. Um, it's, it's now just sort of, obviously you've got a good rub off from um, Thiago Silva on him starting to improve his intelligence of the game. Um, I think we are still missing that one. We have, we don't have Thiago Silva in an intelligent defender and organisation, but you've got Chilwell, Reese James, solid on the wings and give us such an attacking threat but defensively we just seem so much better um, and I don't know what your thoughts are on that it just seems to be I, I feel a lot more confident in it when they when Newcastle and other teams attack us I don't feel like we're going to let a goal go every time they, they start running towards our net yeah it's definitely a, a confidence builder um, even just those those few clean sheets we've had now um, it just makes you feel a little bit better about the fact that we're not going to concede every time there's a shot on goal like we did last season, pretty much, you know. Um, just having Mendy there is, a, you know, just saves me so many heart attacks during games. Um, I think, yeah, the, the, the centre-back too, um, I think it will go back to uh, Thiago Silva and Zuma for, um, if not for the rain game, definitely for the Spurs game. Um but, yeah, no, Rudiger had a, a fairly decent game. Um, as you said, very rusty. Um, but we, he, he wasn't really put under much pressure from Newcastle. Neither was Zuma, to be fair. 
Um, and even if they, you know, even if Newcastle were going to try it, there was no chance because Kante was just cleaning everything up in the middle anyway. He was absolutely ridiculous yesterday. Um, every time they had any kind of sniff, you know, he was in there winning tackles, turning it into an attack and um, absolutely outstanding. So I think I think we found a really good balance uh, with this formation and the players that we've got um, with the attack and the defence. And whilst, you know, we went and spent a lot of money on attackers, I think Lampard realised we do have the defenders here to make it work. We just needed a couple of changes here and there. It wasn't like we had no one good in defence. We needed a whole new back five. Um, yeah. It was just a few tweaks here and there, and and we've we've managed to do that. So, um, I mean, even from you know corners or, or wide free kicks, any kind of set pieces, we were always struggling. Um, just having Mendy there, you know, coming out and actually claiming the balls, it just takes off so much pressure from the defenders having to clear it themselves every single time. He probably gets about fifty percent of the ones that you know we would have conceded last season. Um, so it just it just makes it so much easier for for the defenders and gives them so much confidence in dealing with those situations. Uh, so yeah, yeah. It, it's looking so much better, and I think we're you know like second um, best defense in the league or joint second best defense in the league uh, so far. I think only um, perhaps Wolves. Uh, I think it might be who's conceded less than us, uh, but they've obviously still got a game to play. So yeah, no, we, we, we've improved our defense tenfold it's been night and day from last season yeah and and if we look at the other side of the pitch interesting lineups you had Tammy Timo and Hakim um leading the line and it's interesting because what I've really seen is that hunger back from Tammy I think what as we saw we came back from lockdown and there was an announcement that Timo was coming into the squad and that seemed to have knocked Tammy's confidence completely um, and that dynamic worked. I mean, we saw Ziyech in the last game absolutely tear the team a new one, and he didn't disappoint today. Seeing Timo moving more onto the wing, still threatening. I mean, I'd like him to have been a bit more clinical yesterday, but still amazing player in that space. And then Tammy just brought a different dynamic, being able to hold up the ball, being able to sort of bring that different angle to our forward line is interesting because it gives Lampard such an interesting headache. Mm-hmm. The fact that we've got Pulisic still to come back into the squad. hudson Adoy is still very hungry and still challenging. Um, and equally, when he came on, still looked like a bright spot. He wasn't brought on, on I think, sort of 76th minute and still running towards the front of goal. Um, he wants to score goals. I can't really knock him on that. So, um what were your thoughts on the, the forward line? It's interesting, to be honest, from my perspective. Yeah, I think, um, as you said, you know, Werner probably slightly off, um, except for obviously the, the assist for the Abraham goal, because that that run was just outrageous. That was kind of like like watching Pulisic play. It was it was brilliant. Um, I think the, the Werner being on the wing um, is a really interesting point, because when I saw him play on the wing against Liverpool, um, and we had Havertz playing as a, like a false nine. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I thought, no, he's, he's, he should be playing as a striker. He's, you know, he's wasted out there. He's not getting the opportunities. He's, you know, he shouldn't be out on the wing crossing the ball in. That's not his game. Um, but when he plays that position with Tammy, completely different story because, uh, Tam, you know, Tammy's dropping deeper. Um, he's holding the ball up. And then you've got players like Werner making those inward runs. 
Um, so he's almost like that, still like the main striker almost, because he, as I said, Abraham's pulling in, dropping deep, holding the ball up. And it's it's Werner that's making those runs in behind. So he's almost still the, the most attacking threat there. Um, it's just the way we line up. And you usually most teams would have someone on the other side doing the same thing. So you'd have two. Um, but again, that's not really Ziyech's game. He he likes to cut inside and then whip a ball in. Um, but when you've got those two kind of different approaches on each side, it's really, you know, it will confuse teams and they won't really know how to to adjust to that. So I think it's very dangerous the way we play. It, it really will make teams struggle. Um, however... Can you really leave Pulisic out? And that's that's the that's the trouble. I think you know the way we've been playing in in the most in the recent games with with Abraham up there, we've looked perfectly balanced. We're not conceding goals, but we're scoring a fair amount of goals. Yeah. Can you really change that? It just it, it's it's difficult. Um, I, I I'm glad I'm not Frank Lampard in this situation because it's going to be a bloody difficult decision to make for him. Do you know what? But it's light and day from, since last season where. He literally had, you had to play Mount, you had to play Tammy, and don't get me wrong, they earned their positions and earned their, their place on the, the starting lineup. But there was pretty much Giroud and Tammy, and that was what we had to pick from. Mm-hmm. And you, you've now got a major headache on their hands, um, which is such an amazing sort of position to be in. Um, but I think, sort of, if we, we go back to sort of the, the performance yesterday, Great performance. We, it's one of those things that you you'll look back on at the end of the season and go, we just, you, it's not a memorable game, but it's a result that just came out that could have been something we just struggled with. It's sort of Newcastle at the moment having sort of up and down games, and equally could have produced a result that would have turned us around. We were lucky in the fact that Callum Wilson isn't there, wasn't challenging us so much, but. It's one of those ones where if you want to sort of challenge for the title, you've got to win those games. And yeah. that for it's me... The kind of, it's the kind of game we would have tripped up on last season for sure. So um, perfect result for me. Um, some good performances. I think for me, standout player, Kante, just sort of completely didn't sort of... If you weren't watching him, you wouldn't have really seen what his impact was to the game, but just sort of is back to his best in my eyes yeah. in oh, that space. 100%. 100%. Um, and there were some other standout performances. I think Chilwell is just becoming a standout performer. Mm-hmm. Um, Timo doing well. ZH playing amazing. Sort of Tammy sort of bringing in. Mason Mount still playing well. Um, Zuma, for me, doing absolutely amazing still. Um, I think it's just it's nicely coming together. I think it's going to be really interesting in the next couple of games when Havertz comes back. I think if I was Lampard, I'd do what he did with Pulisic. He sort of take him out of the limelight and reintroduce him slowly. Now, I know he's a big sort of money transfer, but you saw the value in which you gave Pulisic more time to integrate, more time to understand how to sort of play, and then brought him in. And the impact he brought was much better than sort of knocking his confidence week after week. Mm. And the benefit that we've got this season is he doesn't necessarily need to fit in. We just need to go and find a a position that he's going to do well because um, it's not on the wing because we've got too many options there. Yeah. I don't think it's up top. It's probably in a two number eights role, but we just need to work out how you play, play all three sort of Mount, Kante, um, Kovacic is earning his stripes there. Um, it's just going to be interesting to be honest. 
yeah, we're definitely stacked in that midfield area. Um, I think I'd still think, you know, for me, uh, Havertz and Mount in those two positions are what we need long term. Um, I think Kovacic doesn't offer enough uh, attacking um, in that sense. He's not a goal threat. Um, but yeah, he's, he has played well uh, in that position. And in terms of the, the team, the fluidity of the way we're playing, um, helping to build those attacks up, he, he's done a very good job. But for me, I'd still bring back um, Havertz straight away because I think the more he plays, I think the the more up to speed he gets with the, the Premier League, with the team. Um, and I think he can only improve just by getting minutes on the pitch. Yeah. So, looking forward, um, we've got the Ren game coming up this week. What are your thoughts? Um, obviously, got a good result against them last time. Who do you reckon is going to play? Do you reckon he's going to change anything around? Uh, I'd like to see him mix it up a little bit. I think, you know, we had a lot of players on international duty, as we you know discussed last week. Uh, a lot of players doing very well in international duty. Um, I would like to see some players rested, in all honesty. I think, you know, the game, we won't jump ahead yet, but the, the massive game we have at the weekend is so vital, not just as Chelsea fans disliking Tottenham, but in terms of any kind of potential title challenge that we might want to be involved in. Um, yeah. That game is huge. So, yeah, it would be nice if we could, if not start some of the the fringe players, but potentially if we get a decent lead, then start to bring them off in the second half and save their legs for the weekend because that's a vital, vital game. And I think we're kind of lucky, obviously, we play on Tuesday, um, whereas the the opposition for, for the weekend, they're playing on, on Thursday. So that, that might give us an advantage anyway. But no, I, I would like to see some of those lads get a bit of a rest um, if possible. So a slightly rotated team, I would imagine. Um, potentially, you might see someone like Jorginho come in for Kante, uh, something yeah. like that. You know, you're not playing a weak player. Um, you're playing someone that's very, very capable in that position. And I think um, he, he can come in and do a very good job in a game of that magnitude. Um, it's not a massive game. Uh, we've already done very well in the group, so it's not like we're in danger of not qualifying uh, as it stands. I don't want to jinx anything. Um, yeah, I, I, I would like to see a bit of rotation just to, to rest some legs for, for the big game on Sunday. Yeah, personally, I'd like to see a bit of a change up, to be honest. Um, one or two players probably keep their pos- sort of position in the squad. I'd like to see Tammy start. Um but sort of there's a, there's a few players like Werner and those guys I would prefer didn't play because um, yeah. I think they're going to be vitally important for the game for the weekend. Good game for Callum perhaps to uh, to come in and get a start. Yeah, definitely only stripes on that one. Because um, I think, as you say, um, sitting at the top of our group in the Champions League, Ren definitely never difficult but uh, or sort of easy equally um but i'd just like to make sure that we we don't mess up because spurs currently sitting top of the table um Mourinho seems to be doing very well with the squad he's got i mean sort of a lot of people this time last year were questioning tottenham's decision to bring in someone like a Mourinho. um i think we've all watched the the tottenham um all or nothing now we know that Mourinho's got the opportunity he's brought in the right sort of players I mean 
Son and Kane themselves are outstanding players. Horrific goal threat, bringing someone like Bale to that mix. Equally impressive, but I think sort of something of the stuff that I've seen most understated by Mourinho is bringing in some of those squad players like Hoiberg or um, a number of other sort of Doherty and stuff like that that just seem to have strengthened the, the overall Spurs squad. To your point earlier, though, Jamie, they're not necessarily got the deepest of squads, um, mm. which is to our benefit around the duration and marathon that is the season, but. You, you don't. You never put anything past Mourinho. Mourinho is out for blood. Sort of, he's had twice in sort of his careers at United and Tottenham been sort of upset by Chelsea and sort of not got the results he wanted in sort of the sort of the Son instant last season, the four 0 that we beat him whilst in his first game back at the Bridge. Um, he probably wants to do one over on Chelsea, so that'll be a personal vendetta, if if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you've then obviously got Spurs they're more than happy to try and put one over on Chelsea and then they're they're challenging for the top of the league um, so it's a big game big game um, massive absolutely massive um, I think he obviously the, the way that Spurs are playing now it almost reminds me of, of a Chelsea of old you know with the the main attacking threat being uh, Son and Kane it's almost like that Lampard Drogba link up that you used to see back in the day. Um, I think I saw a stat where, you know, they're the two partnerships which have been most um, assisting goals uh, yeah. combination for Premier League history was Lampard and uh, Drogba and Son and Kane. Um, so, you know, he's got that deadly duo again, um, obviously in a different team. Um, yeah, he, he's got them playing very well. But uh, as I said to you uh, before we started, um, yeah, I think it's the the strength and depth that they might they might be lacking, you know, when Kane gets injured because it it's almost an every season thing these days. When he gets injured, is their backup good enough? We've only seen him play a couple of games in in the Europa League, and I, I'll be honest, I can't even remember what the guy's name is. Um, but it's you know, it's a long season and it's a very condensed season this year. So I think when it comes to it, if they get a few injuries, you know, Son and Kane, if they're both out, yeah, they've got bail, but what else? Um, I think that that's when they might start dropping off a bit. So we'll have to wait and see. But for the here and now, this game is absolutely humongous. Um, I think we're kind of helped out by the fact that Alderweireld uh, got injured uh, this yeah. weekend. Uh, so hopefully uh, that will see him miss the game. Uh, obviously, I don't want to wish injuries on people, but um, it'd be nice for, for him not to play. He's their you know, centre center defender powerhouse. Um, yeah. But to be fair, Dyer has been playing really well as well uh, in, in the games I've seen. He's been really, really good partner in uh, Alderweire back there. So, um, you know, it's, it's not going to be an easy game at all. I think uh, potentially this will be our toughest game of the season so far. I know we've played Liverpool and United already. Um, the Liverpool game, obviously, you know, we had those those issues where Christiansen uh, got sent off. It was one of those things. And then Kepa made that huge error. Um could have been a different game. Um, but I think this one's going to be that game where we, it could be make or break for our, our title challenge. We're at that stage now where we're on a good run. And this, this is the kind of game that could either keep you going and keep you rolling, get that spirit up to its highest, or it could just completely kill everything off. And that, that feeling that good feel good factor could just be gone. Um, yeah. So I really think this is a 
big swing game for us. Whichever way it goes, will it's almost a season-defining kind of game. Um, yeah, that's the big thing for us. He's, he's one of those ones where we'll probably look back on it and, and, and equally sort of Mourinho is going to go in on a high after beating City 2-0. Um, and they did have a very good performance in that space. Um, it's going to be really interesting just to see how they react in that area. Um, and then for me, just sort of, it's one of those ones that we need to sort of get a, a big club sort of win under our belt. Just sort of another sort of one to sort of, everyone sort of always talks around your sort of season defining, beating the big six clubs and sort of grinding out the results. And I'm not sure we've grinded out the results and we've got a few good wins and a few nice sort of big number of wins under the belt. But I just, I, we haven't got a big win from sort of beating a City or beating a Liverpool or beating an Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we just need to get on that piece that we we prove that we we haven't just slightly improved ourselves that we can absolutely demolish a big club, um, because I think sort of at the beginning of the season I don't think we would have all put ourselves down for title challenges, but not only are we playing well, I think sort of there's a this is a difficult season this season. People are reacting very differently to not having clubs or sort of fans in the grounds and. Other people are sort of having different in- injuries. It's been one of those strange ones. I think it's going to be slightly easier, but also a lot harder in different sort of angles to win the league this season. And that's why you're seeing st- teams like Southampton, Aston Villa, um, sort of those sorts of clubs are sort of at the moment still in the top sort of six because sometimes it's not as big for them to have the fans in the cl- sort of thing. But you you look at the Arsenals, you look at the Uniteds, they have struggled massively. Um, I think United's first game win of the season at home last night. Yeah. It just and, and they look like a different club at the moment. Very lucky to get that win as well, I would, I would say. <laughs> and unreal that they just they seem to sort of keep grinding out those sorts of ones. And at the moment I think it's saving Ollie's job. I think he's on sort of he's currently on sort of the last chance and every time it's been given to him, he sort of manages to grind out a result from pure air and sometimes from after the final whistles happened. Yeah. Um, I mean, it made me laugh yesterday. They, uh, I think the referee was just going to let uh, Penandes just keep taking penalties until he scored it. Obviously, he missed it and then the ref was like, oh, sorry, mate. Did you want to try again? Yeah. Let him have another go. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking, I'll am i be sitting there watching the, the Tottenham game and I feel that we've got a real chance on us this season. I think yeah. my, my big worry is that he hits on the break with pace and what, how we deal with that. So um, hopefully we'll bring on Thiago Silva with a bit of a intelligent head. Mm. I, I'm hoping Lampard doesn't play into any mind tricks with Jose because we know it's coming <laughs> this week. Of course, of course. He'll be um, moaning about the fact that they've got to play on uh, on Thursday instead of uh, Tuesday. Oh, of course. He'll put the excuses up front. Um, and equally, it'll be interesting because Lampard has sometimes played up to that sort of stuff. I mm. hope he doesn't go defensive because um, I think our, our massive benefit is to hit people on the break and score goals rather than overly defend. So yeah. I'd hate to see us have five at the back as much as sometimes it's possible. It's worked well for us. I just don't mm-hmm. feel it is right with the squad we've got at the moment. Yeah. Um, as as I said before, you know our balance at the moment is really really good. Um, it's it's been working the way we're playing, um, 
and I'd rather him stick to what we're doing well at the moment and potentially see the faults in that um, rather than gamble and go change it up and then get, you know, get shown up because of it. I'd rather him just not make that error and just keep to what's working at the moment. Um, There's no point changing things. If it's not broke, don't fix it. And it's not just not broke. It's working for us very, very well. Um, So there's no need to change at all. And I don't think he will, to be honest. No, I don't think he will. I I just, uh, you never know with the Mourinho effect. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I think sort of next next week what we'll try and do is is go through um, just any we're coming up to sort of obviously December periods which is going to run into sort of January. I don't see us spending too much, but we might sort of dip into sort of where it's sort of our wish list as the Chelsea Chat podcast for any additional uh, signings we'd like to see to improve on where we are from our current standings, which will hopefully be quite an easy conversation. We'll give you guys an update to the Ren game and the Spurs game off the back of that and sort of give you our thoughts as to how those have gone. And then um, we'll obviously look forward to the sort of the fixtures after that. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe and hit the bell notification. And don't forget to comment below. You stay classy, Chelsea fans.